Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance, where your career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. Perfectionism, procrastination, stress, overwhelm. These are things that women suffer from every single day. But did you know that there is a common thread that binds these and many other behaviors that we're experiencing together? And it's one F word that you may not be aware of. And that F word is fear. Fear is what is behind so many of these coping mechanisms. And today I want to give you a better understanding of what fear actually is, how it's showing up in your life so that you can no longer be paralyzed by it. Now, fear is actually a biological imperative and it's a threat of danger, pain or harm. Now, we are programmed to really, we're only born with two key fears and that is the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling from high places. And if you think about growing up on the savannah, which is where the bulk of our brain was developed, we are put on a rock in out of the cave. We don't want to fall off that rock because we don't bounce. And we're afraid of loud noises because that could be an animal or that could be something coming to do us harm. All the other fears are conditioned into us by our parents, by society, by our environment. But fear is incredibly powerful and it is what keeps us alive. There's a reason on the savannah we hear a lion roaring and we go, ah! And it's really our body's way. It's a physiological response. And then that can be a neurochemical response as well of saying either move, pay attention, or stop. So that's where it's kind of the fight, flight, or freeze. And the reason this is the case is imagine if we didn't feel any pain, we had no pain receptors in our hand, and we put it in the fire. Pretty soon we'd be going, hmm, what's that smell? Oh, that's my flesh burning off. Say goodbye and say hello to lots of healing, risk of infection, and a long and painful death. So fear is here to keep us alive. Remember, so much of our body and our brain is designed to keep us living every single day. However, we are not on the savannah anymore. And so fear is now starting to show up in very different ways ways. And those ways can be equally as paralyzing. Now, it might not be putting your hand in your fire, but what all this fear that we are running around with is robbing us of what we really want in life. It's robbing us of joy. It's robbing us of peace and contentment. And so many people aren't aware that that is what is sitting underneath these behaviors. So let me share with you what some of these most common behaviors are and exactly what fears you are sitting with. Anyone here a perfectionist? (laughs) Always like it to be just so you have a very high standard of yourself. You'd like everything to be perfectly aligned, the same font, the same font size, no typos, because, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me? This isn't a trait, and I know many people pride themselves on being perfectionists. I am a recovering perfectionist myself. But that, at its core, is a fear of not getting it right, which means you're going to get in trouble, which means you might be wrong, 
which means you might be kicked out of the tribe, which means you're not safe, which means if you're not safe, you're going to die. This is how this fear works out. And I know it sounds dramatic, like my, my paragraphs aren't left aligned, I'm going to die. But that can be the dominoes that your brain is doing. That's where this fear goes. Similarly, if you're a perfectionist, you also procrastinate because there's no better way to avoid making a mistake than never getting it started. So your brain toys with this, oh, if it has to be perfect, I don't want to get in trouble. So I would rather actually never start it because then I'm actually avoiding getting in trouble. So believe it or not, procrastination is a protective mechanism to avoid the fear of getting in trouble or the fear of getting it wrong. Can you see how all of these fears can be so all-consuming and all work together? Now, usually perfectionism and procrastination and a whole lot of other factors, a word that I hear every single day, is stress. Stress is also a biological response. There's cortisol. There's a whole stack of hormones that come with this. But at its core, stress is fear that you won't get it done, that you won't do it right. And this is usually future-focused. So there's worry, stress about a deadline or a timeline, or you can't get through it all, or you're going to get fired, or you're going to be failure. Same goes for overwhelm. Another piece of fear, fear that you can't get through it all, fear you're going to fail, fear you're going to lose your job. And if you lose your job, you can't afford your house. And then you're going to be on the street and what's everyone going to think of you because you can't afford to feed your family. Again, dramatics for effect, but this is what your insides are doing. And this is why staying awake at 10 o'clock at night and thinking that you have to get to that email because you're so stressed and oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's why it is so visceral and it is so real. In addition to some of these very obvious ones, very obvious strategies, you could say, or behaviors that are fear-based, sometimes our fear can actually wear specific masks, sometimes sneaky masks. So they're not parading as obviously as fear, but they're actually a way that we cover up our fear and tell ourselves a story. One of the ways that I know over the years is a mask that my fear can sometimes wear, and this is very common in smart women, is logic. Here's a million and one reasons why I shouldn't do this thing. You can convince yourself of anything. You can out try to out logic your fear. And then you'll go, oh, that's okay. I didn't need to do that thing anyway. Meanwhile, it was the fear that actually won and you've just mastered it in logic. I see this all the time with women who are toying up. Do I come work with Joe? Do I get some help from a coach? And they logic themselves as to why this isn't the path for them. When in reality, it's just fear that they're worried that it won't work for them, or maybe they're going to fail it, or what happens if it, you know, if they've wasted some money, or what are people going to think of them, and they should have this all together, and they shouldn't need help. Fear, 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 fear. But they can logic, oh, it's not the right time, and uh, and you know, we, we need to buy a new shed, so we shouldn't spend the money on me. And there's this whole stack of logic that we use to mask the fear. And likewise, skepticism is the same thing. Skepticism and logic can come together is this, well, you know, this isn't going to work. I don't trust it. It sounds too good to be true. Here's all the reasons why. So skepticism and logic will often feed each other. Here's the challenge when it comes to some of these behaviors. And I hope that you recognize some of yourself in this to know 
that fear is actually ruling your life. Fear has you paralyzed and fear is going to keep you exactly where you are. It is very difficult to change when you are ruled by fear. But in reality, everything that you probably want, everything that you are longing for is on the other side of that fear. And by that, I mean the things that women tell me they want every day. Calm, confidence, contentment, fulfillment, joy, fun. These are all emotions. These are all feelings. And there's one emotion that we need to find in order to access them. And this is an emotion that's going to allow us to break out of what you may have heard of our comfort zone, which is essentially this is, you know, I'm, I'm in this space. Anything out of this is now going to have more fear. So we have fear inside because what if I make a mistake and what if I don't do this right and what if I can't get it all done? And then if we want to leave that, then more fear. Oh, hello. So, 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 so much fear everywhere. What makes us worse right now is we are in a world that is ruled by fear because fear sells papers. <laughs> There's a great quote that I learned when I was doing media training, and that was small earthquake, not many injured. Does not sell newspapers. <laughs> fear sells, fear gets clicks. And so that is the whole point of the media is to stoke that up. And fear is incredibly contagious. All you have to do is, you know, be around a group of people and suddenly it gets dark. And it's like, oh my God, what's that? And someone screams and oh my God, you know, our mind can play crazy tricks on us. This is the very reason, judge me if you may, but I don't watch the news. Very, very rarely do I scan the paper for things that interest me because I don't want to pollute my energy because fear can be that insidious. And I'm not prepared to risk the level that I'm vibrating on because if I get into fear, because I can vibrate on such a strong level, I can pull everyone else around me. And when we talk about emotions, all emotions ladder up fundamentally to two, and that is fear, and on the other side is love. So stress, overwhelm, procrastination, perfectionism, anger, guilt, shame, these all ladder up to fear. I have to make a stand and be on the other side of that, which is on the side of love and joy and gratitude and fun and contentment and peace and fulfillment, all of these things that everybody tells me they want every day. And the challenge is, in order to get from where you are, stuck in procrastination, overwhelm and stress, is you have to find one emotion. You have to find the courage to walk through the fear. You have to hear that biological imperative, or I should say almost feel that feeling in your body of that says pay attention and says don't move. There's a whole stack of reasons why you shouldn't. But you have to decide that I'm actually going to ignore that voice because what I want lies on the other side of that fear. And you may have heard the saying that fear is simply an opportunity for courage to show up. Without fear, there is no courage. There's no such thing as being a fraidy cat or being scared, this is now simply a chance to do it different, a chance to tap into that higher version of you that now has decided 
that fear has a different meaning. I intentionally set myself a goal every month that scares the pants off me. I call it my SHIT goal. (laughs) And the reason I set a goal that scares me, whether it's, it's all kinds of goals that I've set, I've set business goals, I've set personal goals. And that's because if I'm not afraid of anything, if I'm not pushing myself outside my comfort zone, I'm not growing. I do not want to stay in my comfort zone because I know there is always more fulfillment. There's more joy. There's more contentment. There's more peace. There's more fun. And I have to continue to grow myself in order to get that. But if I'm going to grow myself, I acknowledge that fear comes with that. It is along with me for the ride. It's not something I get over once and then move through. And it never comes back again. And then I make this meaning of, oh, I'm doing it wrong. I'm scared. I'm wobbling. This is, this is really scary. This doesn't feel good. And I'm not used to this. Yeah. I go, okay. I don't listen to that fear anymore. That doesn't mean sometimes it doesn't hook me and I don't go, oh, yeah, we're feeling that uncertainty. Okay. Deep breath. All right. And now we take one step forward because I have to have a strong why to step through the fear. And that might be the need to be there for my family. That might be the need for me to give back and step into my purpose. You've got to find something that's going to allow you to walk through the fear. And you also need to ensure you are finding others to help you through it. Because what do you think is going to happen the moment you start not listening to the fear and the skeptic and the perfectionist and you start stepping through that? You find the courage to take a big decision or take one little tiny step in the direction of what you want. Everybody else around you who is trapped by their fears goes, no, don't do it. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, you're going to die. You're going to get eaten by crocodiles. And they come up with all these reasons why it's not going to work for you or you shouldn't be doing this or isn't the smart choice. So I'm not saying don't listen to them, but you have to put that hat on yourself and say, right, If this was just me and I put my blinkers on and I was standing in love of myself, of my family, of what I'm here for, do I want to do this? Is this the next step for me? Whatever that step is, that step towards the fear. The answer is usually yes. And what's amazing is the moment you step through your fear, it evaporates. Every single person who has ever driven a manual car for the first time will remember that visceral fear of being on a hill and knowing the red light is ahead of you. As that light turns orange, I'm going to go, no, 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 I have to stop. And then the moment it goes green, my heart rate escalates and this fear of rolling back and smashing into 15 cars while I'm revving the rubbish out of my handbrake and I'm leaving rubber on the road. That was a visceral fear. But the moment I had to push through it, I had no choice. I was determined to drive my new car. Within a week, that fear is completely gone, completely evaporated. And everything you've done at the moment, you usually had to work through fear to get there. And you've forgotten that. So you actually can build this muscle of moving through fear, of working through it, finding others who are on this journey with you to support you as you step into the unknown. You step off the cliff of this is everything I've known 
but I know there's something else that awaits for me on the other side. And I know that fear is going to be my companion on this journey. I'm not going to feed it. I'm not going to give it a disempowering meaning. I'm not going to beat myself up because fear's there. I'm going to say, hey, fear, awesome. If you're here, okay, here we grow again. It is time for me to buckle up because everything I want is on the other side. So my question for you today is where is fear holding you back? Which of these behaviors are you engaging in? And if you were able to find the courage to step up, maybe it's to send an email with a typo in it and go, oh my gosh, that's fear. Okay. Maybe it's to stop procrastinating. Maybe it's to make a decision to get some support or ask a friend or put your hand up and simply say, I need help with something. Maybe it's with a load of laundry or for someone else to cook dinner. There are many, many ways we can step through this. But I promise the moment you learn to confront the fear, the moment the moment you understand how it's playing out in your life and start to see this as your companion, everything will change. You will spend more time in love. You will spend more time in joy, peace, and fulfillment. And you will know that every time you conquered that fear, it was absolutely worth the challenge. And you will know that every single time you conquered that fear, it was absolutely worth summoning that courage. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.